We acknowledge that this podcast is recorded on the unceded, ancestral, and occupied traditional territory of the Anishinaabe Nation, the people of the three fires known as Ojibwe, Odawa, and Potawatomi Nations. And furthermore, we thank the Chippewa of Saugeen and the Chippewa of Nawash, now known as the Saugeen Ojibwe Nation, who are the traditional keepers of this land. In some parts of Canada, treaties were signed with First Nations that gave incoming settlers rights to much of the land, while in other areas, few or no treaties were signed. Unceded land was never given or legally signed away to Britain or Canada. It was stolen and continues to be occupied and governed by settlers today. As we live, work, surf, and play, we say mahalo to the Métis, Inuit, and Indigenous peoples of Turtle Island and from around the world who have stewarded these lands and sacred surf spots for thousands of years. We recognize their amazing resistance, resilience, and strength in the face of ongoing dispossession, colonial violence, and injustice. In particular, we wish for justice to be brought for the murdered and missing Indigenous children and victims of Canada's residential school system. We believe that for true healing and harmony to occur, we must end the cycle of oppression while working together as we move forward in truth and reconciliation. We can be better. We can do better. Welcome to Permastoke. I'm your host, Derek Hyatt. In this podcast, we talk to your favorite surfers and stand-up paddleboarders from across the Great Lakes, Canada, the U.S., and beyond. We take a peek into their lives and find out what it means to be stoked. Is it a natural state of euphoria, elation, a relentless commitment? I also talk to other permastoked individuals with ties to surf culture, such as artists, entrepreneurs, environmentalists, filmmakers, musicians, and much more. Join us each week in learning from these field experts and enthusiasts, while also being inspired by their undying passion, insights, and rad tales. Permastoked is presented by Freshwater Surf Goods, your surf brand devoted to spreading the stoke across the unsalted seas and cultivating pride amongst the surf community. We do this by providing products and apparel that celebrate the awesomeness of both Great Lakes and Canadian surf culture. Stand out in the tribe by rocking our gear today. But hey, don't just stand around on the beach looking cool. Check out our Stoke Academy and try surfing or stand up paddleboarding. Get away to Ontario's magnificent Bruce Peninsula, where we offer Paddle Canada certified basic and advanced sub courses private lessons, tours, subsurfing, and even beginner surfing lessons. Visit www.freshwatersurfgoods.com to sign up for your freshwater fantasy. I chat with web developer Eugene Polkovnikov. Actually, his real name is Evgeny or something pronounced like that, but I just can't do it. So we're calling him Eugene, and we chat about his site, Great Lakes Surf Radar. 
Plan your surfing sessions on the Great Lakes with surfradar.info. See a summary of surf conditions and wave forecasts for the Great Lakes both in the US and Canada. The Great Lakes surf forecast is refreshed every three hours from Great Lakes Coastal Forecasting System, GLCFS. This episode was recorded on March 3rd, 2021 and may contain coarse language that could be deemed offensive. Listener discretion is advised. Eugene, wait, no, Eugenie. Okay, let me start over. That's a, that's difficult for me to say. Eugenie, Eugenie. Maybe go with Eugene then. Can I do Eugene? Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Okay. Eugene from Surf Radar. How's it going, man? Welcome to the Permastoke Podcast, dude. How you doing? Cool. Thanks. <laughs> right on. Good to have you here, man. Where am I talking to you from? Uh, I'm currently in Cary, North Carolina. Okay, you're living in North Carolina. What do you do out there? I'm a software guy. Ah, software. Yeah. Software engineer. So what are some of the kind of projects that you're working on at the moment? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Just boring computer stuff or what? I couldn't call it boring, actually quite energizing. Oh, like good. I got uh, quite an important release today. And <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So lots of <laughs> could have gone better, but not as bad as it could have as well. Oh, uh, so. <laughs> did you pre did you present some software to a client today? No, just released a bunch of uh, a corn of uh, a can of bugs to uh, our teammates. Okay who do uh, support our clients. So they depend on this software and uh, we did uh, uh, kind of initial testing after the rollout. We got uh, one rough edge, which had been taken care of. Uh, uh, okay. I decided to keep it running till tomorrow to see if more issues will pop up. So you hear the word beta edition a lot these days like it seems like it's this version that comes out before the official release as sort of a test is that what you guys kind of rolled out today or was this supposed to no we actually do it uh it's it's for internal team oh oh i see yeah and we don't have such notion it was uh, an improvement to an existing uh, tool that we which they use Right on. So, so it, it was way past bad. It's it's not older than me, but okay. <laughs> career-wise, yeah, it goes yeah. closer. It's okay. quite a, uh, nice. It, so your that software, software has quite a heritage. Nice. So you're software engineer. That's what you do professionally. So are you a surfer? Uh, I would call myself more of a soul surfer soul surfer okay so what do you mean by that just love the experience uh well uh i do bodyboarding you bodyboard okay yes and i do it uh whenever i can okay um and i started really started uh, kind of back in 1996 okay and though I born and raised on the seashore in Vladivostok, Russia, it's on the shore of uh, Japanese sea and it's basically surrounded by it. And 
there are a bunch of nice beaches here and there and all within an hour of drive from the city. Oh, okay. And we were beach going all the time. First time I enjoyed the wave in my childhood. I was on a small inflatable uh, boat. Okay. And I was catching waves with that, but it was preschool even time. Wow. <laughs> After that, it was uh, quite a quite a pause. And yeah. of course, joy just kind of frolicking in the waves and in the water. Mm-hmm. And then uh, with help of my parents, I got uh, to U- the USA for an ex- kind of student exchange thing. Oh, nice. So, and I was baptized to surfing on San Onofre Beach. Oh, California. And, yes, uh, it was kind of recipient, uh, f- receiving a family for kind of uh, guys like like myself. And it was a group of us. Okay. And those guys which were receiving me, our host family, uh, they did surfing casually as Californians, and maybe even a little bit more than casually. Oh, okay. Uh, so they gave me a, a long board and helped to get on the wave, and I broke the board. Since <laughs> <laughs> then, Your I'm forced to do just a bodyboarding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They said, hey, we don't want you breaking any boards. Stick to the bodyboard. Okay. Yeah, the, the father of the family, I don't think he suffered much because it was a great reason for him to get a new board. Oh, on so you were Christmas. helping him. <laughs> But I felt really ashamed. Yeah. And, oh. um, I don't know. I just like uh, have more kind of contact with the water probably. And mm-hmm. it's. So you but, talked about there being a lot of beaches in Russia. So uh, is, there, is there surfing in Russia as well? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. I saw some videos and what you was talking is kind of known for its spots okay but i i wouldn't say it's much different in nature from surfing the lakes from my experience uh, it's even less sort of there you have to be very very specific on the season okay as well as on, on the lakes even though it's a sea and yeah it's a Bigger body mass, uh, yeah, bigger huge. water mass, and it's uh, salty. Uh, Japanese sea, I'm not sure how salty that is comparing to, say, Atlantic Ocean, mm-hmm. but it tastes way differently. Yeah. <laughs> and after, uh, after the Japanese sea, when I plunged into Lake Ontario, it felt like well less bouncy and well less power in the wave and less support yeah definitely so when did that happen when did how did you get to the lakes you were in you were doing your school placement out in california what got you in lake ontario well in california it was a short trip actually it was just three weeks but it was enough uh after getting back uh, from california i of course was craving for waves I got uh, that small uh, board, like foam type kids. Oh, uh, yeah. Because it was just nothing else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> where, were, where were you living, Eugene, at that time? I was living in Vladivostok, yes. So I came back to Vladivostok and uh, finished my graduation, may, uh, met my future wife. We got married, stuff like that. Okay. Uh, then after a bunch of things, um, 
she got uh, 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 she was accepted uh, for University of Toronto for oh, okay. for ex- extended studies. So I checked out the web. It was surfing on the lakes. Yeah. And there you go. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Off you went. Wow. So you guys moved to Toronto at first? Yes. And oh, lived excellent. there for, like I would say, almost six years. Oh, wow. Amazing. So what that did you happened- think of the city? Did you like living there? Yeah, beautiful city, very well yeah. developed, uh, great opportunities. Mm-hmm. So you can have it all there. And yeah. weather-wise and climate-wise, like you can go, uh, have ride your bicycle, have some skiing across country, yeah, and have surfing at the same day. Yeah, it's crazy. you can do all that. Wow, yeah, you I remember that was the big claim in Vancouver as well, but you're right, you can do that in Toronto too. And I saw it on my eyes. Yeah. I did not dare to jump into the cold waters, but yeah. Uh, I saw the guys on bicycles while we were doing cross country. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> the so, yeah. And in the news I saw some guys surfing. Okay. There so you, you saw the winter surfing happening. Absolutely. Nice. <laughs> So did you get yourself get out in, in the Toronto surf scene? Um, I don't know if it counts as a scene. I probably had a bunch of encounters with uh, guys uh, from Surf Ontario. Yeah. It was a nice dude on uh, Hamilton Beach, which we kind of interacted a couple, uh, several times. But unfortunately, I, don't, I can't remember his name now. Oh, okay. Uh, but that's pretty much uh, it. I was usually going solo, and yeah. some spots, I wouldn't say uh, they were busy at that time, but what, I was just lazy to go to the most of the folks do surfing because on my sponge, I was happy with uh, those swipers and foam, which I was getting right on the access to the beach. The rest was private. Oh, okay. It was quite a walk. So I was just rushing, driving in. Parking in, you know, just kind of get the spot somewhere. Yeah. Squeaky, squeaky stop, take the board, <laughs> take the wetsuit, <laughs> jump to the water, get your dose, get back, run home. Nice. Wow, you were in. Yeah. What? How How thick was your wetsuit? I'm very thin, actually. It oh, was shorty thin. because uh, I kind of... Not a fan myself of going into very rigid waters. And I say I'm more of a soul surfer. I, no, sorry, guys. I cannot drop into sub-zero temps. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was finishing <laughs> as soon as water was a, around 18, 17 degrees. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So you weren't, you weren't out doing the uh, getting an ice beard or anything like that? Nah, no, I oh, didn't okay. experience that yet. So what, it may happen one day, but uh, yeah. till now, no. <laughs> so what year? What years were that that you were in Toronto? Ah, oh, good question. I think we came two thousand six. Two thousand six. Okay. So like two thousand twelve. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Actually, that's right. So is it when you were living in Toronto, is that when you developed the Surf Radar website? Yep. I think I launched it uh, 
in 2011. Okay. And the, the problem <laughs> problem was obvious. I don't know when to go. <laughs> I, I, I did know where approximately. Okay. Uh, so you knew where to go surfing, but you didn't know when to go surfing. Yeah, thanks to this book. Yay, that's the <laughs> holy grail right there. Yeah. yeah. Surfing the Great Lakes by Peter Straz. Nice. Yes. Yeah, that's the holy exactly. grail for us guys. So you uh, had that book and that show talks about lots of spots. Yes, and I drove on some and we had some trips to some locations like Sobo Beach. Vasaga uh, uh, Beach. What else? Uh, well, pretty much that part of Ontario, including yeah. Open Sound and stuff. Mm -hmm. mm, and I did actually catch some waves here and there. Okay. I'm not sure if I was ever in Kincardine. Okay. I might have passed it, but the weather was not suitable for anything and. Probably I just skipped that. Then Grand Band was quite good. Mm, yeah. But my favorite is actually Lake Erie. And Lake Erie, which spot? Can't disclose it. Oh, <laughs> I was okay. specifically asked to do so. Oh, okay. Well, I got a, I got an idea of a few spots it might be. Yes, so. it's a east uh, southern corner. Yeah, okay. I nice. guess you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, we won't we won't say it out loud, but great. Yeah, so I it's mean, also tracked by the side, by the way. I didn't hide it that much. Oh, I was okay. just asked to, to remove the name because it I was gonna to... ask I was gonna ask you, have you taken a lot of heat for you know putting different spots on there? Have some people gotten upset that you're showing where their surf spot is? Uh, actually, I had one encounter. Uh, the guy sent me a, a hate mail after oh. I visited uh, south end of Lake Michigan. Mm, and okay. yeah, wow, the waves there were so great. I was <laughs> over super stoked. And I just shared my <laughs> info with one of the guys there. Yeah, can't blame him. Uh, maybe maybe it was not here. Somebody else he shared the information. But seriously, you are surfing the site which is very well known. It's all, on all surfers' boards, pretty much. Which I, well, actually, it was. Uh, I, I double checked afterwards. It was on very popular and humongous uh, surf sites. Mm -hmm. It's just one hour from. Uh, Chicago, what do you get oh, okay. expect? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you want constructive conversation, please put real email, not some fake one, ah. and offensive. Yeah. So I just didn't do anything about it because, well, response was not uh, like without the proper email. So sorry, guys, couldn't interact with you. Yeah, well, <laughs> hey, they have a choice, right? If people want to be uh, civil, adult human beings, then, hey, reach out properly with an email address and address your concern in a nice way. So Yeah, and that was actually happening with that spot, which I cannot disclose anymore. Yeah. Which <laughs> <laughs> is silly because I think everybody knows about it. <laughs> yeah. So, Eugene, you wanted to 
have a resource to know when you could go surfing. So how did you develop the Surf Radar website? I just uh, created a little script uh, which was pulling information from uh, the weather website at um, NOAA. That's what I wanted to ask you. So Surf Radar does not um, collect its own information per no, se? We, okay. I don't do any, uh, any fancy modeling, anything like that. Okay. Um, I got a couple of requests, one from Chicago, one, one from, I think, in Guardian. Uh, to, to add uh, wind information. Mm. And if 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 you guys hear me, I will do it. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, you mean so that feature yeah, is got included uh, yet? Yes, I got a request from Stephen, Stephen from Chicago, and Andrea from Port Colburn. So I owe you guys. It, it took me a while, but I will do it. Oh, it's anyway. coming. Nice. Yeah, well, not, not very soon, probably. Okay. <laughs> it's coming for sure before. Oh, I'm afraid of doing any uh, estimates, but yeah, let's say before, by the end of, of the spring, it should come. Okay. I, I better put a deadline so I will make it finally. Yeah, make a deadline for yourself. So tell me then how this works, Eugene, because the NOAA, so I imagine they are connected to you know, satellites or radar systems. And, and so they collect the information, but how do you um, put it out on the website? Like there, the NOAA does not display the wave heights, does it? Well, actually they have, they do have all this information presented in different kinds of forms. Okay. At that time, back in 2000, 10 ish. I actually started way earlier than the website became available. Oh, okay. I'm just basically scanning this, uh, the maps uh, for, for appropriate markings. Okay. So, and that's how it still operates today. But uh, for the wind information, I do need to pull up uh, some available text information. They have those live feeds from the models. So you just grab that, parse it, and there you go. Okay. But what I'm not understanding is how come the NOAA site already existed? But what I'm trying to understand is why did you create Surf Radar? Like what does Surf Radar do differently than if I were to just go to the NOAA site? Well, uh, on NOAA, you have to browse your maps. Okay. Click, 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 click. You have to keep track of on the spots uh, which you are interested in. Okay. Uh, in case of surf radar, we get the chart. So it doesn't you have that click that clickability then. When I go to NAA, I'm looking at, for example, here Lake Huron, and it's showing me um, different times of the day. Okay. But now well, you're... from my side, you actually can click, uh, I don't remember if, I think I should have a link to, to NOA exact page which I'm pulling information from. So you should be able to just uh, go there and click 
and see the original. Yes, yeah, so the GL, uh, ERL, GL, CFS, and that's the original map, which you can yeah. see. And if you click on waves, then you see all the waves, and then you have that uh, cryptic uh, minus zero, 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 0001. But if you click forecast products, you will see the future. So you can just click on those hours and see uh, when to expect what and where. Okay. So, and with your site, we can go here, for example, we can click on um, Concarden and we got some webcams here. Um, and then, okay, so you have created some kind of code that pulls information from WinFinder. No, no, and, from from uh, from Claro. Grid okay. uh, lakes. Uh, but there's also a chart here from WinFinder. Yes, uh, I'm not pulling anything from there, just using their widget. Oh, okay, it's just their And widget. people want uh, actually uh, to see uh, the same kind of uh, forecast as we have for the waves. Because winds are obviously also very important to know. Mm -hmm. And then, so then when I go down to the forecast table, so is the forecast table something that can be pulled from GLERL or is this strictly a surf radar feature? No, that's what I do. And okay. in that's interval, which uh, I do. And yeah, if you dig their APIs, uh, nowadays, uh, maybe they were even existing before, but I was just kind of a uh, straight shooting guy in that regard back in, in that time. And um, you can do pretty much whatever you want, I think. Okay. And in the US, that information is uh, free for all. Oh, okay. For so how, how do you get this information, for example? So how do you know that at eight o'clock in Kincardine, it's going to be three to four feet. How do you know that? Where is that information coming from? That comes right from the maps. Okay, so that's so it's being... basically what you eyeball, it, it should be on the maps. So what you have done then is basically taken this map and created these sort of individual equations that will pull information and put it kind in, of a, sort of, yeah. in a chart form. Okay. Yeah, so, because it's uh, way more convenient when you see them all in one place. Uh, and especially if you're interested in a bunch of uh, those spots, uh, you can just track them on the main page or there is also, uh, how do I call it? So it's way more convenient. and. What I like about surf radar is the fact that I am not a weatherman. I'm not a scientist. I'm really not the greatest at forecasting. So the tool you have created, my friend, is a huge, amazing resource for us. So I know you've gotten some slack by someone in Michigan, but I want to say thank you for all the waves I have caught thanks to you. Thanks a lot. Because I don't want to drive necessarily if... I'm gonna get duds, right? Like you gotta, yeah, you gotta drive a half an hour, an hour, whatever it is, a couple hours. This at least gives you some hope that when you get there, there's yeah. gonna be waves. And, and I have to say, 
anytime I've seen the green waves, like what I mean by green waves is not green waves, but I just the, uh, marking on the, the marking. Yeah. On the chart, it's green because that's when you're sort of signifying that the waves are a bit bigger. Um, so yeah, because I think you go from three to four feet in blue, but then from four feet and up, you, you change the color to green. So if you're a Great Lakes surfer and you're looking at this, basically when you see that green, you get real excited because that means there's somewhere that you Yeah, and it, it is not necessarily will be six feet or higher. It just will be something, usually. Yeah, so that's the It will be harder soup to do. <laughs> yeah, it's usually, you know, the thing is there it there seems to always be waves when you do have the green i will say you're right i i wouldn't say that it always measures to be exactly what it's saying here um but it's you know it's it's pretty reliable so it, but this information is coming from the glerl which you know is pulling it probably from their own uh, yes, weather. they do have a bunch of models. Uh, I don't know exactly right now which uh, they represent on that particular map, but they definitely do have some. Okay. So you created this tool in like 2010, but you didn't roll out for a little while later. So when you presented it to the audience, to Great Lakes surfers, what was the response like? Um, I think I just had posted it uh, on one of the websites at that time, one of surfers forums. Okay. There was no hate. There was kind of, oh, thank you, dude. Yeah, moving on. And we were just sitting there and uh, um, it was receiving kind of 200, 300 visitors uh, maybe three years ago. It was like this. And now yeah. uh, I was shocked to see uh, thousands of visitors. Per so minute. for anybody listening to this and not watching, Eugene just drew a upwards uh, arc. So you went from zero to 300 views to now you're in the thousands. So what kind of, how many uh, views Actually, uh, thousands may be not the right word. Uh, so it was, I, I specifically checked. Uh, I just want to make a life correction to not overestimate. Uh, so it's uh, 1500 users per month and uh, around 8K visits. Okay. Yeah, so people just click, just keep uh, clicking and looking at uh, what's going on. So, fifteen hundred users—is that people who have taken the effort and made and registered uh, a no, username, or that's just anyone no. who's come on? Okay. No, and actually, I specifically not forcing anyone to register, uh, and I I mentioned uh, a separate thing on it. Like it has my spots, 
uh, in the menu yeah. on the mm -hmm. very top. So you can select the sites, uh, the spots you are interested in. And you can just put that generated link into your favorites and just mm -hmm. can, or just revisit it from your history. So you don't absolutely have to register for anything there. It is running on one of uh, free platforms, which actually requires registering, but that is mm, only if you want to leave a comment. And so you for can a while, mark your favorites even without having a login? Yes, you don't oh. have to. What does it remember your IP address or something? I I personally don't do anything like that. Okay. It of course automatically gets logged in, uh, logged when you visit the site on on the servers. Okay. And that uh, front end which you see, it's actually from one of free platforms, uh, and it does require you to register if you want to comment and stuff like that. But uh, Yes, I can see your emails if you're a registered user, and I can pull the list, uh, list of users. Okay. But I personally don't manage anything uh, there. I can probably delete someone from visiting my site or something like that, but it's not something which is managed by my code. Uh, I only pro provi provide um, the forecast based on NOAA data, and... What else do I do here? Of course, all the pages I created, uh, it's by myself. Like I have included the information from buoy data for some spots where it's available and when the buoy is reasonably close. I have added some webcams as well based on availability. So where have you pulled the buoy data from? It's also from Glero. Oh, okay. And they have links. Okay, and the webcams are are these private webcams that people will identify and give you the links for? Actually, I just found them online and just uh, used their interfaces. Again. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. And so, what's your relationship like with some of these surf shops on here? You know, like you mentioned, Jack and Jill Surf Shop in Sable Beach, and then they, I believe they have a webcam. And then... Yeah, they had a webcam. And when I was uh, at Sable Beach, I went in, I had a nice conversation, but that's pretty much it. Okay. Uh, and my kudos and shout out and uh, word of thanks, lots of thanks to Tara and Bill from Surf Shop, uh, Echo Shop from King Cardin. Yeah of mine and we had uh, an exchange of <laughs> uh, favors here and there uh, like i have sent them some uh, new year presents and they are continuous uh, sponsor of my website oh other folks non-surfers <laughs> so, okay so you have some people sponsoring it in the form of providing you with some money yeah. to operate the website. Okay. Yes, and there are some donations because yeah. yes, people feel grateful and give money and some feature requests as yeah. well. So, so small the, ones I usually get resolved quite quickly, but big ones like those wind information unfortunately get stuck, but yeah. I also put them in. So the website costs your time and I imagine the domain and all yeah, domain kind of and uh, yeah. backend actually uh, 
it's hosted on paid platforms and I actually have to pay to remove uh, silly ads and put my own ads. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. So that's great about Surf Up Eco Shop. I noticed that right off the bat. Those are their friends of mine as well. And we actually partner up and work together and uh, offer surf lessons and sup lessons together. So that is really cool. That's, uh, I noticed that right off the bat. And then you have Gavin Surf and Leamy Kids. And so you've made some connections. So there are people who are definitely appreciative of this website. Uh, so you said you have around 1,500 users a month with 8,000 visits? Seems like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Based on what, what is shown by uh, Google stats. Okay. Because we're all tracked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so they count way better than me. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. So you're not the math man. That's good. So you're just... The computer genius. Um, Not the genius at all. <laughs> so now, talking about spots, I've kind of looked at the map, and um, maybe I won't say it over the air, but there is one spot on here that is um, public that I would think could be added on there. So. Oh. Yeah. How hard is that to do when someone has a request for? Just uh, go to the contact form and put whatever you want. Okay. But uh, how do you how do you get the accurate weather for that particular town or spot or whatever it is? Yeah. So I just go to Google Maps, see where it is. Uh, extrapolated to where it should be on the glero maps and there we go wow okay easy, you make easy. it sound so easy yeah. it is <laughs> i'll take and your i was just it. scanning through well my early days in like ontario and in you know, the whole region i was just looking at uh, satellite shots there in addition to that uh, beautiful uh, surfing the great lake book um so you just look at where the sand is and sometimes Google even captures waves on there. So there you go. Oh, incredible. Yes. And uh, what I was doing even before, I was just checking uh, the weather, uh, looking at uh, buoy data. Okay. And if it's showing anything more than three feet, kind of good chances you get something there. And then... Um, Burlington Beach uh, had the webcam. I don't know if they still run it. Um, it was also a great cue on what's going on around. And okay. Hamilton Beach is, I think, one of the best spots uh, near Toronto. Mm -hmm. uh, also, you can if you see Burlington, you know what's going on on the Hamilton Beach. So exactly, why not yeah. to go if you can? Yeah. Now, it looks like you even have some uh, merch as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you sell Surf Radar merch. Yeah. So just brag about this one. Oh, nice. So when I go to nearby beaches in North Carolina in this year, I, I get compliments on some people. Oh, yeah, I surf here and there. <laughs> we, need and to I, do, we need to do a T-shirt trade. Why not? 
<laughs> yeah, I'd love to get one of those shirts. That's awesome. And actually, uh, with this uh, explosion of uh, surfing culture on the lakes, yeah, I'm eager to drop out of those uh, uh, Amazon advertisements uh, for advertisements from local shops. And mm. I don't know if if someone hears this podcast, feel free to reach me out, and we will work it out somehow. And I do hope. Well, uh, seems like Tara is quite happy camper. <laughs> I hope. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I did some custom ads for them, uh, and I think I will reach them out uh, with that idea of maybe they will put just direct uh, ads, like uh, exact pieces of equipment or other merchandise which they want to be advertised, and we just make banners for them and see how that goes, if it will drive any more sales. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I definitely see the potential in surf radar being a sort of hub um, for Great Lakes surfers to visit. Um, I really think that that's easily possible. So I like that idea of building up the community around Great Lakes surf radar. Um, You're going to be seeing a permastoke and freshwater surf goods logo on there soon because we are... We are friends now and and want to support each other. So so now a lot of people on the Great Lakes, they really enjoy the weather component. They enjoy forecasting and, and all those kind of things. So how about yourself? Were you sort of a are you sort of a weather nerd or no, I'm no? not okay. I sort of uh well I'm not really a weather person. Okay. Who dedicated to weather, but I I do enjoy digging that information. Okay. And I tripled enjoyed when I could go and actually get the proof in the form yeah. of yeah, cold waves. So what did that feel like when you like a trophy. put up the website? Yeah, like a trophy. So you put up the website, you go, you look at it, it says, oh, waves are going to be seven feet. And then you'd go to that spot and you would go, yes. Is that yeah, right? Exactly. Nice. <laughs> put it on the web because initially I had that script running kind of at home on a laptop but when at work I couldn't know mm. <laughs> so I put that and I did get some trophies after work wow. and at that time uh, I was closer to the beaches and the bluffs yeah, so, yeah on the way home I was just uh, dropping there getting something Sometimes wow. it's high, but it was good enough yeah, <laughs> for a refresher sure. and go That's home. great. You sneaky guy. Man, I love it. You you saw a need and you filled it yourself. That's great. So how on earth did you end up in North Carolina then? You're not surfing the lakes anymore. Are you surfing the Atlantic Ocean now? Yeah. So some weekends. Okay, and cool. uh, we do try to go uh, for a week, probably, and that's surf time. But okay. Kerry is is just uh, two and a half hours drive. In summer, it takes longer, and uh, uh, crowds in summer. Sorry, what's Mid-season two and a half hours? Great. What is it? That's two hours away. Yes, two and a half hours, three hours of drive. To where? Uh, to to the closest beaches here. Oh, okay. So, the so I'm not. Uh, I'm so kind you're of not on the coast. Yeah, you're a little more inland then. 
Yeah, and I do use local websites, surf checks uh, to, uh, to see what's going on there. They have webcams all over the place. So, so yeah, even it's easy. Though you're, even though you're living on the ocean now, you continue to uh, dedicate some time to keeping the Surf Radar website going. Yes, uh, honestly, um, I had quite quite uh, quite a bunch of events this year, and I did hope to to kind of dedicate more. But uh, now usually it's uh, work and 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 family takes priority. But yeah. if someone asking for something quick, I I usually just go and do it. Okay. And things like ads, I usually well for 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 the Echo Surf Shop also. And yeah, I'm quick to resolve and, and off you go. I see. So surf up eco shop. But usually are. it's it's mostly kind of tracking the bills. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, tracking the buoys. Awesome. Because if I if I miss a payment for the hosting, it will just go down. <laughs> oh, tracking the bills. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Make sure those are paid. Do you imagine yeah. if I went to surf radar one day and and it said, you know, this website is not available. Oh man! No, I, no way! No, 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 no! It's 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 worse as nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a nightmare. That that is a nightmare. You are for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I just think that that's so fantastic. I mean, it's interesting to me that you have operated so independently from. The bigger scene like you're just this guy with the talent and you created this tool um you know originally probably for yourself but it ended up i mean so many people are utilizing this this yeah, is like a, yeah i yeah. was in uh surf ontario shop uh, on my uh, most recent visit okay. i was talking to one of sales representatives there and some guy, oh, you are doing the surf radar. <laughs> nice. And it was mostly positive reaction. Yeah. Uh, from from uh, South and Michigan, also kind of funny. So I got that hate email. Yeah. And uh, praise email. Oh, I believe it. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> of course. And you some other get... people from, from Chicago and area uh, kind of getting giving me kudos and sponsoring. So <laughs> kind of yeah. mixed uh, reaction. You know, that's just the way it is, eh? Great Lake Surfing, we are really going through this uh, time of, as it's really coming on the scene now and people are waking up to it more and more every day, um, there's a lot of people being very protectionist about it as well. Yes, so, and I understand that attitude. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, at the time when Surfer Radar was uh, pulled off, I don't know. On the spots which I visited, at the times I visited, usually it was me and in the most popular ones, maybe two, five. Yeah. In that in that kind of threshold mm -hmm. amount of number of people, not more than 10, I would, I would say, at least at the times which I went. And uh, one of initial trips around the lakes, which I made i went to the long point okay so uh -huh. so so there was uh, the water was muddy mm. no one surfing but it was surfable i did take a plunge and went down further to, to the east and 
a rocky point uh, featured in all, all featured in the book basically mm-hmm. no one this were pretty wow. good though yeah then i went to the third spot which i guess you know what and that was fantastic oh yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> it I was mean... rainbow shining uh, and i was alone still yeah some other day i reached some people there but uh they were doing their thing i was doing my thing yeah so what you're Hello, saying is goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> even even with this public website, um, all the information there telling you there's surf, even with that, you still are going to surf spots and there's not many people there. So yeah, now I think it's different. And uh, on the south end, yeah. Michigan, uh, I would say it was not that many folks at that day and it was quite cold. Uh, it was early uh, spring when yeah. I had a trip there. Um, but I can imagine it can be crowded. And uh, it, it those part- yeah. some spots depend on jetties and piers. Mm-hmm. And some people don't... Well, it, it's really difficult to paddle in weather like that Yeah, and when it's cold. So, of course, there is a lineup on, on this, say, launching spot. Mm-hmm. And there could be conflict in there. So you are a software engineer. Have you ever thought of working at uh, Magic Seaweed or Surfline? Mm, not really, but uh, I would be interested in collaboration, maybe uh, some, yeah. at some point. But because you've kind of big created shots. a tool, yeah, you've created a tool that uh, their software doesn't do the doesn't do the trick for the lakes the way yours does they still track some uh, spots and i actually put uh information for bunch well for some spots in the u.s at least okay from magic cvs uh, so it's just not just my information but it's also their information in form of widget which they provide okay so this site has all kinds of capabilities i mean I could imagine you'd go on here, you could uh, see webcams, like you could have icons for where for where webcams are and click on it. Um, this site has the potential to become more, I think, interactive and just build. Now, you talked about analytics and you mentioned, you know, that the lakes were more crowded in Michigan, for example. So in your analytics, are you seeing where the majority of the views are coming from? Yes, uh, of course. Uh, I, I, I guess you also can go to Google Analytics page. And if you kind of provided them informa- tokens or whatever the yeah. information they put on your page, you, you can track many, many things. Yeah. Uh, Demographics are, is different there. Who are you seeing though that's coming? Is it mostly oh. the American audience or no? It's no? mostly it remains to be Canadian. Really? People. Yeah, nice Canadians visiting site more often. Excellent. <laughs> on on Lake Ontario for the most part, do you think the Toronto crew or yeah, I, I yeah. didn't do it that much, uh, but yeah, I think Toronto and. Uh, Surrounding areas, uh, London, Ontario, as well. Mm. Kind of popular cities on the lake. Yeah. Yeah. This website is so cool. You got all kinds of capability here. 
Um, you know, you could even have uh, recommendations for, you know, what type of wetsuit to wear. Um, in those Yes, weather. I was trying to attract some uh, context advertisement because it actually worked well mm -hmm. uh, until I moved. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and then uh, I basically, uh, well, I, I did have trouble of uh, resubmitting uh, Surfrader to, to Google. Uh, when you move, you have to close your account and open a new one. Really? Oh. And at that time, it didn't match their threshold for the visitorship or something like that. Or maybe some other rules has changed. Yeah. So those pages uh, were created in, in intent to, to actually attract some uh, uh, content traffic. Nice. And actually, I, I wanted to do some good to society by sharing some of tips which I learned myself. Some surfing tips? Uh, not surfing tips, but just kind of... I, I had to repair a ding on my uh, sponge. So I went to the Surf Ontario guys and got some good glue from them, mm. put it on. Yeah. I didn't find any anyone doing that on their uh, bodyboard. Yeah. So I well, decided why not to put this as a write-up and uh, those Google... Uh, ads program requires you to have some content on your website. Otherwise, they oh, just okay. don't don't consider you as a candidate. Gotcha. What do you think is is next for SurfRadar? What are some of your plans with it going forward? Mm, uh, as I said, uh, maybe uh, promoting some of local surf shops. Okay. Uh, I think that is the most kind of fruitful things for everyone. Mm. Yeah. Because uh, I, I, I do see some conflict of interest right now, though. Like people who uh, have their foothold on the spots and uh, they're local yeah. or local-ish. Yeah. Some, some people do pretty lengthy drives to get mm -hmm. there. Yeah. Uh, and But still, they're kind of local to the spot because they know people surfing there. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the surfing industry on the other side, which are interested in promoting the sport mm -hmm. uh, and the spaces and sports are limited. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how it will turn out uh, further on. Um, it may evolve into some private pages somewhere. Maybe some, some people... Uh, pay a membership to know where this... Yeah, it may be as uh, sort of uh, a kind of screening mechanism. Like if you don't want to pay a dime, then probably you won't have a look. And from the other side, people who want this, this part protected would be happy, but uh, by uh, seeing that it's not a public anymore. I see, yeah. Well, uh, things, things are workable. And if someone is annoyed that much, uh, we can discuss things. But that uh, well, email actually made me thinking of uh, how to mitigate it. Yeah. Uh, people from Ontario, they just uh, came back to me and said, uh, you know what, you mentioned our spot and you have a kind of control point nearby. We are totally fine with that. Just, just remove the mentioning of it. No problem. Mm -hmm. okay. And their argument was that there are too many people, not in the sense of too many people surfing, but just misbehaving. And uh, that particular spot is a private territory. If 
if if uh, you you go formally with that. Yeah. Like it does have little public spot, but the actual surfing is happening on the private territory and uh, private property owners are not happy uh, to see all sorts of people coming in and coming out on their beaches. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, but so that's the problem. And uh, that's an, another aspect of actually uh, protecting, some, protecting some sports. Yeah, that's interesting. That's an interesting um, dilemma to have. I mean, yeah, you could have people pay a premium. You know, they could have the regular membership that's free or the premium. Where or they can they oh. for the real hardcore guys you can get some of those more rare spots or if the they, well uh, the problem with the hardcore guys they know everything already they mm -hmm. know yeah I think they are advanced on virtual tracking on their own they don't need this website they don't need that's it, my right. uh, my feeling kind of thing and from what I uh, I actually I, I did talk to some guys on. Uh, in in Detroit, uh, just let me. Uh, 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 so, so I, I had a conversation with Brian from Great Lakes Surf Shop uh, in Detroit. Mm -hmm. I think uh, west of Detroit, on how things going and what culture look like. Yeah. And I do have some jots on, on names, not to forget to mention, because I'm really grateful mm -hmm. for, for everyone who is coming into contact. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so future plans is basically uh, keep, keep things churning. Mm -hmm. um, adding spots uh, as people request. Okay. Managing spots as people request. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think there's much sense of removing anything, uh, mm -hmm. what, what is already there. Yeah. Uh, some altering possible, I think, uh, just to, to keep kind of balance, find balance between novices and, and people just who like the convenience of the site to know when yeah. and where. And I also think of having more sports actually help people disperse a little bit. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. that's another if way you know of that, about Okay, it. there's a hardcore local gang, so to speak, in one spot. Yeah. And you know that uh, there's plenty of spots around. Yeah. And you know uh, that weather is great. For example, if you're in, uh, in Milwaukee, or sorry, in Chicago, you can go either south or uh, north. And who knows, maybe in, in the north, it is better now than it is in the southern end. So I'm mm -hmm. sorry for the South and guys that it would be a, a big a longer drive for them to go in, in, yeah. at the other spot. So I think there could be some potential for dispersing as well see, by yeah. just sharing information on the spots. But anyway, uh, right now I'm not in the mode of expanding it because I think it uh, covers uh, enough spots. Mm -hmm. It could be something occasional, but if I find a surf shop nearby and I probe on the... Uh, kind of community temperature in that region. Yeah, I think that's smart. Yeah, I was explaining it uh, on the uh, stock of uh, the reception which I had in most of Canada and uh, some information from local uh, area around, say, Detroit and, and areas like that. Yeah, And also 
well, I watched uh, Ben Gravy uh, YouTube channel. Shout out mm-hmm. to him. Yeah. Because uh, he did quite a series on surfing on the lakes, and mm-hmm. uh, it was super interesting and helpful uh, to see uh, his footage on how it looks like actually. And I put his his uh, information and his links to his uh, clips. Uh, on certain pages and some clips oh, cool. clips actually uh, kind of was a, a, an addition point for me to add a, a new spot because mm. if you don't have spots you don't have the traffic and i need something to start it over uh, okay. to ignite the traffic yeah yeah you have some some interesting features here i mean i just clicked on toronto for example yeah and those pages are somewhat different it's not a uniform standard yeah sometimes information is not available and to my knowledge uh at least i think i looked at toronto page a year ago so <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you give a good them. little description you do, you give a description provide some information for people um, what to expect, what it looks like. And this to me just shows there's so much potential for growth with this site. I mean, it's great the way it is, but as surfing grows and evolves on the Great Lakes, I, I think that this tool could morph with it. Like it's it's really great. Yeah, and there are other ideas, but uh, I'm not ready to, to talk much about them because... Uh... It just kind of, I, I do need resources to, to proceed with them. Gotcha. It's not, it's, it's no more uh, one guy can do it all. Yes, yeah. I'm, I'm good at web techs, uh, technology at some point. Yeah. I'm, I'm good at some backend things. Uh, I think so. And yeah. my poor thinks so too. Until this moment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, That's okay, Eugene. We won't give you any more work to do at the moment you just hang oh, back I, would, and... I would be happy and uh, oh, okay. well maybe some help is is welcome uh yeah. oh i see especially from mobile dev point yeah uh, you know what i'm looking at <laughs> yeah so if there's any other computer programmers out there interested especially in this with kind of uh, mo- mobile uh, like uh for something for android or apple platform uh oh yeah you need an app that is right. That's the next step. So yes, that's the next step, which I'm uh, kind of. I, I wanted to to master this uh, that part of craft myself, mm. but uh, I'm a responsive employee as well. <laughs> gotcha. So if people want to reach out to you and you know offer their help as well, uh, they can visit surfradar.info and visit your contact page. Yes. Excellent. Yes, and I'm always, and I'm also open for kind of commercial offers because, uh, well, if if you go to the mobile route, then uh, it will have to be a paid work. I think. Excellent. At least, uh, at least, and I myself, um, not very positive on kind of free internship and, and stuff like that mm. of course if you if you if you do want to do that yes but if it can be paid uh i kind of prefer to 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 share something mm-hmm. like that's why i, I put uh, that 
donation button because maybe someone uh, also likes sharing and the, those those people's help is very welcome and I did get some some yeah. help from from people. So you have had a response. People have given to you. Yes, and I I usually try to donate uh, as well uh, okay. to, to to the to the people or organizations which do good to me. Oh, I see. <laughs> it just Amazing. it just so much so much more encouraging when you see the response in a monetary form from the universe. I see. Oh, yeah. <laughs> then you know you're doing something right. Yeah. Yeah, and when my wife started grumbling like like all oh, the budget, the stuff, the stuff. And, okay, my hobby pays for itself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's all limits. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Yeah, you're not taking from the income. So when you're not out surfing, man, what else are you stoked about? Oh, <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted to make a shout out of uh, kind of musical uh, musical endeavor. Like I have a friend in Russia and he has his band or project, I would say, which is okay. called Terrorium. Terrorium. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Yes. They do music and I do a little bit of lyrics for them. Oh, you do some writing. Amazing. Yeah. So, and I have set up series of websites of different kind of, kind of undergroundness and ugliness. Okay. And now we ended up with a real simple one at terriumband.com. <laughs> I will provide links to all that and I will play some of the band's music on, during this podcast. Yeah, and unfortunately, I didn't uh, publish much yet, but we are working right now on these two songs pretty much in parallel. We will see how it takes out. So and, are you a singer or just a writer? Oh, no, no, just, just doing lyrics and... Okay. Kind of we sitting together and he is sometimes asking how how about that? But I think he has asked this question for many people around. Oh, okay. And it also it it just like surf radar, but for him, it kind of comes and goes. Uh, and the year before, it was wonderful, magical year, actually. He uh he's architect by his trade. Okay. Yeah. And he finally got his own music school. Just before the COVID happened. Yeah. <laughs> Just in time to close it. Yes. And uh, so the lucky guys who wow. sold it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he was quite busy with that stuff. And he also had some building projects kind of hinging. And yeah. we had uh, just a couple of months ago, we got, okay, let's let put kind of cross on it. Stop it all. Like we had website uh, address expiring. So we just let it go. Yeah. And then somehow we got another kick, maybe because of stress and uh, life circumstances happening. Yeah. You know, poets and musicians that do best uh, in, in the time of stress mm -hmm. and misery. So <laughs> Yeah, under pressure. Yeah, we'll see if it will yeah. have enough momentum. Awesome. But, well, I look forward to checking it out. I checked out that one song. I liked it. It had a good beat. So thanks. <laughs> I'll, I'll check out some more of your tunes, man. You're more than just the surf radar guy. You were yeah, a songwriter. Ah, I would take that <laughs> title. <laughs> <laughs> but it's very odd when uh, guys in Russia starting producing music with uh, English lyrics and they kind of come across another guy in Russia, uh, a Russian guy, which sits in, I, I was sitting in Toronto by that yeah. time. 
<laughs> Actually, it was boring. You know, you are trying to do something. You know, why not to work together on those lyrics? Just a little bit of yeah, tweaks here and there, and yeah. you know, grammar ish. Yeah. Uh, it's it's not no no perfect by any means, but there's something oh. which we do for fun. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's collaboration is fun. That's great, man. Yeah, they um, did have some tours in, in Russian Far East, and they were kind of getting some traction there, but then some uh, some I think they were aiming at Asian market uh, oh, okay. like Japan and Korea yeah. and China but then that COVID thing happened <laughs> oh jeez COVID freaking screwed up everything it, it's so easy to blame it oh, yeah man. just blame COVID <laughs> yeah the reason it didn't work out COVID it was COVID's fault yeah I just another thing it, all those uh, nice things which we uh, love do uh, they don't provide much money and mm -hmm. we are not brave enough just to drop out everything and just plunge into uh, those kind of passions and hobbies which we have. Yeah. And don't get it wrong, I'm also passionate about my work. And yeah. honestly, it's 99% uh, of time which is going to work. And sometimes I work late and stuff like that. And sometimes inspiration comes. Sometimes inspiration goes. Mm -hmm. So that surf radar, it was coming and going. Like it was sitting idle for a year. Then mm -hmm. uh, I decided why not to put a little bit uh, of more kind of donation page. And then donations came. Oh, it's another kick. I started working on it. Yeah. And uh, those tasks done. Hey, everything subsides. And then just kind of going slow and low i don't care about it much i just checking sometimes if it works i just see all oh, the no alerts that it's down always good then tara came mm. it is uh surf shop here we go again and now uh your collaboration call went mm -hmm. and yeah i did have some things uh, in my back driver so now things coming back and i started thinking oh maybe uh, there is some more collaboration uh, opportunities here. And maybe since actually people using it, why not to make some more improvements, but let's stay in the, not just adding features, which may be uh, kind of extras, which no, nobody needs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There are also, by the way, a request for analytics Mm -hmm. uh sitting idle for a while uh for like how how often we have surfs on the lakes oh i see yeah In it's easy to prepare or... once uh, and i did try a bunch of things uh, but uh i i put it on on the wait list because of work <laughs> yeah oh interesting no you're right there's there's other ways you could take it though cool yeah and i do preserve that the waves data going back to 2008 not, not 2008 it, it couldn't be that long mm. but i think 2012 ish should be there okay. yeah and i do also have archive of uh, webcam footage as well which is quite helpful assessing when it was good and how it looked like Incredible. some beaches are actually very busy on summer so you can see all of that pictures and know yeah. for, for you like how it looks like there yeah yeah you could be uh you know used for uh 
crime scene investigation or if there's a drowning, you know, what Thankfully, the, uh, the footage is like. not as great. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> awesome. Well, hey, so, you know, what you created, Eugene, I think Surf Radar is an incredible tool. Um, I came back to the Great Lakes after 12 years of being away. Uh, when I left the Great Lakes in 2008, I do not remember any kind of tool like this, not that I was aware of. So coming back, it has been just such a wonderful thing to look at because now I'm in a position where I'm able to travel more. So this really keeps me on top of knowing all those spots. And I think especially now during COVID, when there is less to do than there used to be, this tool is really great for us surfers. It's really expanded the scope of the spots you could visit, I think. So, so I say thank you for that, man. Thank you so much. And for anybody listening, I want to encourage you to reach out to Eugene. If you're a surf shop, um, you know, get your, get your name on his site, get involved if you can and, and help support this great resource. And it sounds like he is more than willing to work with you and provide some perks for your business too on the site. Oh, thanks a lot, Derek. That's yeah. Touching. Yeah. Awesome stuff, man. You're, uh, you, you mean a lot to Great Lake Surfing, man. I think that uh, I know for me too, doing this podcast, sometimes you feel like you're just some guy playing around on your computer. Um, but what you're doing is making a difference for lots of people. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You know, it's true. We forget, but it is. You, you and are... it was super fun to yeah. to visit uh, the spots. Uh, and I actually drove quite a fair share of uh, Canadian side of uh, Lake Ontario. Uh, yeah, not sorry, so not super Huron. Uh, Georgia Bay as well. <laughs> nice. Uh, Erie. And it was fun. And uh, now in the U.S., I went to spots near uh, Detroit. And I actually have been working uh, nearby Chicago even before I ventured to know that. Okay. Uh, near, north of Chicago between uh, 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 Milwaukee and Chicago and in Gurney and, and Libertyville in that area. So... It, it, it is great. And actually, my wife is also grateful in some moments because it's not, it hadn't it been my uh, hobby, we wouldn't have discovered those great beaches. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so now your wife is happy. She's got some new beaches to, to go to. And all the surfers are happy because they know what beach to go to to catch the surf. So, hey, it's a win-win all around. Man. And I hope some locals will be happy because some crowds will move away to other yeah. spots. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I mean, even like you're saying, if you put a spot on here, like for example, Sabo Beach, you don't need to put all the other spots close nah, to that no, because no, no. they're essentially going to be similar. So you're not ticking anybody off, I think, by putting the main spots that the beach, the public beach, um, to me, that's all I need to know. What is it? Yeah, what's happening at the I public beach, and then I can figure out my own spots that are near there. Yeah, usually there are several spots nearby. Yeah, 
especially for the south and man I, I i do wish i i will i will go there someday and i already did some steps to accomplish that dream yeah so i do hope uh, we'll have time capability you need to document your travel to each of these spots <laughs> and you need to have when i click on the spot i need to be able to see pictures of eugene surfing at each of these spots my ter- my surfing is terrible <laughs> so it won't be very spectacular oh that's okay <laughs> But that is a whole nother element to this site. I mean, I'm not, no pressure right now, but I'm just thinking out loud. I mean, this site has the potential to even be almost like a social media site, like for people posting pictures of their it's surf possible, experience yeah. or, you know, yeah. I mean, there's but all it's up kinds to the of... people. I tried to do some forum work there, but it did not get some traction back in the day. Okay. And uh, I, I think people are happy and the uh, uh, social media and forums which they already occupy. And Yep, true enough. Does uh, Surf Radar have any social media? Well, that uh, free service which I use, uh, well, semi-free, because if you don't pay for the, adver- uh, for the advertisement <laughs> removal, those are really ugly. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I did put some my less ugly uh, ads just to see how it works, and I will check nice. it uh, after our call nice. uh, some some day. But for monetization, uh, I just was an experiment, and uh, the default which they have it's super ugly. But they do oh, have okay. forum engine; it it can be hooked up. I did try it twice; I didn't get traction, and honestly, without uh, say Google AdSense ads probably doesn't much make sense and they don't favor that uh, kind of uh, content they don't from my understanding they are not uh, favorable of forums and stuff like that uh, kind of uh, loosely moderated or non-moderated content okay okay yeah so that's why i'm not really looking much into that direction I see. I From see. Co- commercial point or, or community point of view and moderating, I think it will take uh, quite a bit of time and I'm not local anymore. So yeah. I don't feel like I could moderate it well, okay. to be honest. Yeah. yeah. So kind of social, it's second. So All right. it's no on my priorities list. No but thanks for the idea. Yeah, you just keep people doing still what you're can doing, man. comment on those pages. I think that platform now requires to register for commenting, and oh, I, okay. I understand why. My site yeah. was receiving fair share of spam messages, which I was yeah. not welcoming, so I had to delete mm-hmm. them proactively. Yeah, and so it was like spam, spam. If yeah. if something about the spot, and if something you don't like about the public there, or something you like about the public, you feel free to post. Yeah. So contact Eugene, go to surfradar.info. He's got a contact page. If you have suggestions um, or recommendations, or you just want to say thank you or uh, make a comment to Eugene, you can do it at surfradar.info and just click on contact. Yes. And don't be afraid. Put your contact information so I can reach you out. (laughs) <laughs> Especially if you're throwing this guy shade, let him know who you are. Stop hiding behind your keyboard no, there, you, internet. You troll. can hide behind the keyboard, but just leave your 
<laughs> normal, uh, well, not normal, but email, which you can be uh, reached back. <laughs> yes, exactly. We can have some meaningful conversation after all. Exactly. Have some dialogue for sure. All right, Eugene, again, my friend, I say thank you for creating such a great resource for Great Lake surfers. I don't know what I'd do without it. Surfradar.info, check it out. Eugene, have fun out there in North Carolina, surfing the Outer Banks, my friend. And stay Yeah, soaked. that's the next spot to go. <laughs> stay thanks soaked, a lot, bro. Yeah. Yeah, no problem. That's all for season two, episode number 13 of Permastoke. 13, unlucky number. Eugene, I hope you didn't get me in trouble, dude, for blowing up any spots, apparently, even though you're just the man putting the info out there. Thanks for doing that. If it weren't for guys like you, guys like me wouldn't know where to catch their surf at. So thanks for putting that info out there, man. You really make it uh, easier to digest and sort of a one-stop shop, if you will. So thanks. Keep up the great work, man. Again, mahalo to Eugene. If you want to connect with him, well, not really connect with him, but check out his site, greatlakesurfradar.info. In the meantime, listen up, open up your sweet ears to the sounds of music by his friend. This is KMS part one, two, and three by Terrarium. Talking to myself, I know that you're nothing But I'm talking to myself to prove that you're something But I know myself I think I know myself But I know you Talking to myself, I know that you're nothing But I'm talking to myself to prove that you're something But I know myself I think I know myself, but I don't know you. Maybe there's a world I need to be something. I hear this all angels whisper me that my time is you. Maybe there's a world I can't realize. So I don't live in self-analyzing. What's above the door? I think I'm
like to give a big mahalo to Mark Malibu and the Wasagas for providing our intro music Hey Chihuahua off their 2019 album Crash Monster Beach and our outro music End of Summer off their 2017 album Return of the Wasagas. For more information visit www.wasagas.com. But of course, mahalo to all you listeners out there. We are so grateful that you chose to join us for this episode and we look forward to providing you with even more awesome content in the future. More episodes are on their way, but in the meantime, make sure to go back and listen to our previous episodes. Don't miss an episode ever again by subscribing on the Alexa app, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Podbean, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please let us know how we're doing by leaving us a rating and review. And don't forget to share with your family and friends over social media or by spreading the word in the lineup. To learn more about Freshwater Surf Goods and to check out our products and services, visit www.freshwatersurfgoods.com. Sign up for our newsletter so you can stay up to date on new products, new episodes of Permastoked, events, our surf, sup, and yoga schedule, and other exciting news. And don't forget, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Freshwater Surf Goods. But if you're part of the surf or sup industry, or a surfaholic wanting to connect with your tribe and stay informed as to what's happening all across the Great Lakes and Canadian surf scene, then join our Facebook group, the All Canadian Surf and Sup Club. If you have an idea for collaboration, would like to recommend a future guest, would like to invite me to an event or book me to teach surf, sup, or yoga, you'd like to carry our products in your store, 
If you or your company are interested in being a sponsor of the show, discussing an ambassadorship or a bro deal, and for anything else, hit me up on social media or email me at Derek at freshwatersurfgoods.com. That's Derek at freshwatersurfgoods.com, D-E-R-I-K. I look forward to next time and getting to know you all better. In the meantime, I'm your host, Derek Hyatt. Mahalo, freshies. Keep surfing and stay stoked.